welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode 224 for the week of September 6, 2021. The Optional Podcast is a show all about video games and how they connect to the world around us, recorded each week from New York City and bounced around cables and satellites all around the world. And right into your listening device of choice, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo, and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Yeah. What's up, y'all? <laughs> What's good, What's, man? What's good, man? How you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm having a week, man. Yeah? Uh, yeah. I had a, we, had, we had a death in the family and uh, just had the funeral yesterday. So oh, I was like, yeah, it's I'm like sorry, emotionally man. draining. Like, it was an older family member and, yeah. you know, it was like, we knew it was coming, but still, it was, it was pretty tough. But uh, yeah, so I'm just getting my energy back, man. You know what I'm saying? That, that stuff is draining as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And it's like Sorry. you gotta go to work the next day. You're like, fuck. Yeah, right. It's 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 kind of weird how that happens. I have to just kind of pretend that. Well, yeah, not even pretend, but just kind of like you know, just gotta. Move yeah, forward just gotta move sense. forward and shit. But I'm good. Otherwise, like hanging in there and uh, trying to make the best of the the week. My uh, that's good. My girlfriend, she's going to Turkey in like a day. Oh wow. Yeah. So like she's been like the house is a mess right now, just packing and stuff. So oh right. I'm trying. I'm trying to stay out the way. You know. God, packing gives me so much anxiety. Bro, like, watching her pack is just oh. killing, killing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the perfect kind of energy you need to come back into the world <laughs> in right now. Um, yeah. yeah, no, that's exciting though. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I know Delta is kind of running rampant right now, but uh, obviously, yeah, I'm yeah, but um, the best. It's uh, it's pretty strict out there in Turkey, so okay, it's, that's it actually feels pretty nice. So that's good. Know, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, speaking of recharging, uh, last weekend we got to see all of our good friends or a lot of our good friends. Um, not everybody could make it, but, um, it was nice. Like, I mean, it was nice to just see everyone and, um, just kind of carry that energy into the rest of my weekend. Like, it's just always good to like almost check in with like home base. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it did feel good to go home and and see everybody. It, It felt like, you know. Like an old school kind of party, but everybody now has like kids and shit. <laughs> <Kids running laughs> that, that's just weird. It's like, oh wait, this is your kid. This is your yeah, niece. man. Like some of like one of our friends in particular is like such a dad now. Well, I mean, so many of them are, but like yeah. it's it's so fun getting to see that up close now. As like, you know, I we were those kids, you know, yeah. at one point. So it's, yeah, it's weird. yeah, so it's it's wild. It's wild, wild times. But um, wild, wild times. <sighs> Speaking of wild times, um, why don't we jump right into the show? All right. So uh, this week, um, yeah, like I said, I've been like kind of wanting to take it easy and recharge and like I usually do after work and get into something like new and, and check out something fun. But um, yeah, I started playing Psychonauts 2 and um, I started playing it because it was kind of on my radar. not going to mm-hmm. lie. It looked kind of neat and I never played the first one. I didn't play the VR game. I have really no strong connection to Psychonauts. I was just about to ask, like, do you have any connection to this game? Nah, nah. But I mean, the only connection I have now is shout out to Heather Alexandra. Oh, uh, Heather's the home. Who now works at, yeah, who now works at Double Fine and uh, is doing the damn thing out there. That's Um, right. That's right. That's cool. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. um, (laughs) Besides that, I I don't know anything (laughs) about the game. And I was curious about it because uh, I read Elise's review on the site. Check it out, fanbyte.com. And um, 
it sounded cool. It sounded great. And, and I, I saw some positive buzz popping up around it on Twitter as well. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'll finally go check this out. Mm-hmm. And also it's on Game Pass. So it was kind of a no brainer. But one of the things that, that really pushed me over the edge was I asked on Twitter, like, uh, is there like a previously on for this game? Because <laughs> I don't know if I want to play through like a game from 16 years ago or however right. long it was. Um, because, you know, th- there's there's a lot that comes with that. The sort of like needing to get over certain like um hurdles that that were present at the time that are that just kind of carry on over and and get even worse over time when you're used to other games and other quality of life improvements that games have just sort of gotten better at over time um thankfully there is a quick little wrap-up video up front that also includes the vr games i think this picks up exactly where that left off if i'm not mistaken and um yeah, Psychonauts is great. So I, right, I, so this game like picks up like immediately right after the first game, right? I think it's after the VR game. So oh, there's okay, there's gotcha. one in between. Yeah, so there, I think there was like a connecting game in between. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think a lot of folks played it, obviously, because it's VR and, you know, right. VR is VR. So, um, yeah, it picks up right where the game, the previous game left off. And um, it's a really cute story. I mean, it's it's like for those who don't know, the the sort of quick little like, you know, too long didn't read is like, you know, you're basically these astronauts that like dive into people's minds, you know, psychonauts. And uh, you just kind of it's like a platforming game. So you're you're dealing with, you know, these characters, like these really interesting character studies because <laughs> they kind of have to be right. Like the they're like these inception levels, if you will. I'm going to be making some pretty je- like obvious connections to things just just for the sake of helping communicate what the thing is. But I know uh, I like I'm. Um, TFTK last week, I I'd mentioned that it's like um, control in a lot of ways in terms mm-hmm. of the way it it like moves you through a 3D space that like changes and plays with itself. Like it, I I love when like um, a game is you know really pushes the boundaries and and like sort of um, you know subverts your expectations and stuff like that that genuinely surprise you because that's one of the things I love about games is like yeah. how you know, creative and like how weird and different it can be to like actually perform the thing and see the thing happen. So yeah. And, and like mix that, mixing that in with like, you know, really solid platforming and like really cool collectibles and like a pretty interesting sort of like character tree that you can level up certain abilities. Like it's got all the right ingredients for a game that really does feel like a game from, you know, when we were in high school, like Mm. it really, it really harkens back to, the Jack and Daxters of the day, you know, the 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 Ratchet and Clanks, um, the Psychonauts, like uh, like a lot of those games, the sort of like very pure, it is what it is kind of nature of a game is so nice for, for me right now because like, you know, I play a lot of other games that are constantly yelling at you and interrupting you before you even start to be like, yo, yo, you heard about the new Battle Pass? Yo, yo, you heard about this? Yo, mm-hmm. yo, yo. It's always like haggling you. And it's like, oh, I just want to I just want to get to the game. And even when you're in the game, it's like, oh, you know, you can upgrade and get this if you get the Battle Pass. Or if you uh, next season, this is going to expire. And like so many things yeah. happening that you have to sort of be aware of that it feels really nice to just jump back into a game where it's just like, it'll 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 be there and it'll I'll just get to it when I get to it. And right. it's not on some running clock and you know there's been a lot of discussion around like destiny and you know i'm i i I tried getting into warframe um admittedly i haven't played it in a minute mostly because i've been waiting for the cross play thing because i'm not going to do a lot of multiple people have told me like yo just wait and then Mm. get it when it's cross play jump back i'm like all right so i'll just do that smart move yeah so um 
it's nice and it's and like i said it's like really well written the characters are pretty like well fleshed out and like i mean i don't know i don't have the sort of context for the ways in which some of the previous characters and the main character get along obviously which you know would would be nice to have but um i could see myself maybe like retroactively watching uh let's play even of the first one and then or maybe even just watching like video essays on it because i'm sure those exist um because a lot of people regard Psychonauts like it's it's usually one of the games that comes up when people say like what are some of the best games of all time or like favorite games of all time right um but yeah it's uh so far it's 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 just really cool i'm just taking it for what it is and it's just like a really earnest kind of heartfelt story with some really solid gameplay and you know sometimes we i've talked about it before but like sometimes just going back to those old school things for me feels feels nice i like i like um, the resurgence of that though like the yeah that like ps playstation era like the resurgence of those games and like the love that people have for them and like bringing them back to the forefront like i I love that shit because like that was like our era of stuff like you know you love the retro games but now those are retro which is kind of (laughs) weird right right. so these are getting like remakes and, and stuff like that so it it is cool to see um what are you what are you playing this on what is it for Oh, I'm playing it on my uh, Series X, oh, and uh, oh my god, damn. it looks be- that HDR, bro. <laughs> uh, watch, yeah, <laughs> I'm playing in 4K HDR. Damn, uh, yeah, it's it's gross too because like up front there's some uh, there's like a lot of mouth stuff. It's like oh. if if you don't like teeth and and that kind of stuff, it's like oh, I mean, I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you, but um, <laughs> I <don't> know what to <laughs> but uh. It's fun. It's fun. It's it's beautiful. I, I took screenshots. I took four screenshots the other day, the other night, and I like tweeted it out. Like, yo, this game's Whoa, not messing who around. Are you Roman France? I know, right? What <laughs> am I, Roman France over here? Fame the L.A. photographer. Uh, shout out to Roman. Shout out to Roman. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah. Like when a game gets me to actually like pose the camera, and I'm mm-hmm. taking a couple seconds to like you know frame things up, and um. Yeah, man. Shout out to to like the the team over there because like they they made a beautiful game and and you can see like the the lineage, right? You can see like some of the ways in which it's still a little rough around the edges because mm-hmm. it's still a video game. You know, not everything's gonna have like Pixar quality or be like Last of Us, you know, level. Right. But but it's still beautiful in its own right. Like the, like its simplicity still has a very beautifully like art directed quality to it. So like things you know, uh, are made up of a certain texture that fit a certain color palette that, that, that have like, you know, the right kind of inspiration behind it. Like it, everything just fits together so beautifully that the game really is one of those examples of like, you see what happens when <laughs> you give people some time, you give them some money, you, you know, you, you sort of hopefully, right. Like treat them right. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> maybe you can make some cool shit. <laughs> um, if only. Yeah. But uh, it's great. I'm liking it a lot. Um, yeah. So that's what's been on my playlist. Uh, Cam, what you what you got? So I haven't had like a ton of time to play the games this week. I I did catch up on some of the, like the Gamescom stuff, which was kind of cool. Like, yeah. Uh, late last week, so that was kind of cool to, to watch. But uh, I've been playing with some friends. I play Apex Legends like regularly. And we've been trying to uh, play a lot of the competitive mode. And this is the first time I've ever gotten to the platinum rank in, in 
Oh, wow. Yeah, which is nuts. Like, because I'm not a super competitive person, like, at all. Like, in general. Right. Like, I'm just not that person. Like, I'm I mean, very easygoing when well, it comes to, uh, like, Monopoly or some shit. I've seen you play beer pong, sir. Uh, I was drunk. I've was, seen you was... play beer pong. <laughs> all right. Don't let them fool you, listeners. All right. I've been on, I've been on the other side of that. Non-alcohol-induced right? games? I'm chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you okay. introduce a little bit of... Uh, Bud heavies. Uh, <laughs> I get a little. I get a little. I get a little uh, zesty. You know Some I'm natty ice. <laughs> natty ice. Jeez. Um, yeah. So like we've been playing that, and that, that's been nice. But like I couldn't really play that like at all this week, just because like I just haven't been in it this week. So I was like kind of like I forgot to write this down, but I was kind of like just like wanting to play something else. I just wanted to like just kind of roam around and do something. So. I decided to re-download um, Grand Theft Auto Five. Is that the last? Oh, game? you you did it, huh? Yeah, so I, I re-downloaded it, and which was a mess because like I had it on my PS4 and I didn't bring it over to the new game, and I forgot that I didn't have that game downloaded. I had the disc, so I had to like find the disc, which was a fucking mess because I don't. When you move, you just lose everything, apparently. But um, yeah, so yeah. I, I found it all, and I was able to boot it up and. Man, the online stuff is absolutely incredible these days. Yeah, I know. It's, I've been like so curious about it. <laughs> they they have this new the newest addition to the game is like they have this um yeah new addition. Yeah, uh, they got like uh, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike. All oh, of them is in the game. Sweet, but also they have like um like a tuner car meet um <sighs> edition. So like this is like right up my alley like right now. Where basically you go to car meets and you like show off your car. You could buy like all yeah. these new tuner cars and really cool like I don't know. You can get like an RX seven and a Skyline and all these stuff. And I'm just like, this is absolutely incredible. And like people are still playing this game like nonstop. Like, ugh. <sighs> yeah. So it was cool to just like drive around and explore the the fictional city of Los Santos and. It's uh, the surrounding areas, and that was just like really nice for me to just like put on the radio and listen to some fucking um, a Marie and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it was it was really cool. Like I don't know, it, it was just what exactly what I needed this week, um, just Damn. to like you know not really think about playing because Apex is really intense and you have to be on at all times, uh, especially in like, yeah. competitive. So. Um, and also, they've done some really cool things with, like, the online stuff where you can do stuff by yourself now. Like, you don't really need a squad to, like, do a lot of the missions. You can, like, mm. just do collect collectibles, which is really cool, and they give you a lot of money and, and stuff like that. So I thought that was really cool because I'm not the type to, like, make friends in that game and yeah. try to deal with that. But, yeah, if anybody, like, plays that game, and more power to you. That, that shit's incredible. Um, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, and then, this, yeah. What were you gonna say? Oh no, I was gonna say that it, it kind of reminds me of like when those few times, especially over lockdown, when I when I would play some like uh, Beam NG or like mm. I've, I've talked about playing a Settle Corsa before about like just sometimes just going into the game and and I'm on my computer so I could like play whatever music I want. But it's so just like I just go for a drive. Like there was some nights where I literally would just like have my apartment. It was like when it was still cool out. I'd have my window open. So it felt like I was actually driving because like it was a nice cool breeze coming from outside. But I was like 
on the wheel, you know, driving yeah. around a set of Corsa and like in Tokyo in a Ferrari, I could never dream to afford. Like sometimes I just want to like do that. You know, I right, just want right, to just, right. just, you know, just vibe. But um, it, I never, I never like really, it, it sounds so silly, but I've, I've never really, I guess, interrogated the idea of like Grand Theft Auto online enough because it always, I mean, I just talked about wanting to return to a game that's like, you know, kind of turns that all that stuff off. Right. And it's mm-hmm. just like, here, focus on the story and go straight. And it's like, okay, got it. Um, but having said that, I never really connected the idea of just maybe existing in a world together and, you know, occasionally doing missions and stuff, but like, yeah, maybe there's, maybe there's some nights you just want to like work on your car and then yeah. like take it to a meet and then just be like, and I that, don't know, maybe, that shit maybe was cool. meet people. <laughs> Cause like they, like at the meets, you can like take it onto like a test track and try out your, oh, new, your new stuff. So like. They have this test track and you can like race your own times. You can go head to head with people like just like straight up, like not in a mission or anything. You just I'm like going through it right now. Let's man. do some uh, drag racing or some shit. And there's like a bunch of people like that are just, you know, showing off their cars and stuff. And uh, OK, I think that well, they've made some really cool quality of life things. So like you don't get uh, griefed online so you can like uh, turn off like a, a aggressive mode or whatever that's called. Mm-hmm. So people can't really like attack you and you don't want to do that. Cause I also just don't want to shoot people. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just not in that mood. So it was like, you know, just driving was, was perfect for me. <laughs> Sometimes I just don't want to shoot yeah, people. Yeah. shoot people. Jay, can you write that down as a potential uh, episode title? <laughs> that'd be, that'd be great. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, um, but yeah, other than that, like, um, again, I've been kind of taking it easy. I, I've been, I think last week or the week before I was talking about like wanting to start reading again. And, um, uh, I went through like my backlog of books that I had and stuff that I've like gotten as gifts. And uh, my girlfriend had got me this book called Neuromancer. It's from like 1984. Um, mm. Basically, it's like the the foundation for like cyberpunk um, from what I've, oh, what I've read. Right. Uh, it's by William Gibson. And she got it for me like a while ago. And I was just like, oh, this seems cool. I'll just, you know, put it on the shelf and get to it when I can. Um, but I started reading it this week just for a couple hours and it's absolutely incredible like how like it's so like i don't know this is exactly what cyberpunk is right like now like nothing has changed (laughs) like i don't understand how someone can write this back in the 80s and be so like i don't know kind of accurate about like this future and and uh how much it hasn't really changed and and how much like i don't know i guess that spoke to people and like you know influenced everything like the matrix and uh blade runner and running man and all those other you know early late 80s early 90s movies blade blade uh it's absolutely really cool so basically it's, it's like about like um this thief who like um basically stole from the wrong people. Um, and in this world, basically like everybody lives in, in like a, a shitty futuristic town or whatever, but to escape, you go through the, to the matrix and you do all your living there pretty much like all your business, all oh, your social like ready activities. Player one. Yeah. Ready player one. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's, it's, it's all that shit. Right. So, um, it, I don't know. It, it just like, hits really well right now um this is exactly mm-hmm. what i was looking for i'm not the biggest like cyberpunk person um so like i don't know too much about like the history of like cyberpunk so 
um, I've just been having a blast with it. Uh, yeah, but basically, like, it's a, it's a pretty dark story, and it's a little confusing at the moment. But um, once you kind of get used to the jargon and, like, the weird future speak, quote-unquote, um, mm. it, it becomes a little bit clearer. But basically, you follow this guy named Case, and uh, he was basically tortured by the, the mob that he, like, betrayed and stole from. And uh, they were, like, they removed his, like, nervous system, pretty much. Or they damaged it to a point where he can't really hack into the the matrix anymore. So he moves to this uh, Japanese town um, and he's like looking like he's basically taking like odd jobs and doing like really low ball, like criminal activities just to make enough money to get this procedure um, to get his, his nervous system like back on track. And he gets like mixed up into like one last score. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's like, Really good sci-fi shit. Like it hits on everything that I'm looking for right now, um, and it's like you know just bringing me back into to reading. Like I haven't done this in in a while. Like I haven't like sat down and read in a while. So that's great. Yeah, it's a really interesting book because like I don't know. It's you could just see like oh yeah, this everybody got this from this. Like <laughs> it's, it's really cool. Like all, all like literally he came up with the the term cyberspace. Like whoa weird that that didn't exist before that <laughs> where this very podcast lives yeah it's fucking nuts. that's that's cool i definitely need to check this out I, i've been meaning to kind of go back and because i i mean i think over this what's it last year maybe it was last like spring or something i kind of went back and reread uh 1984 mm. um just and i also had those same sort of like realizations of like oh shit huh this was kind of spot on yeah um and yeah, it's like it's you're you're definitely selling me on this book. I got to check this out because like, yeah, there there is something to that. Like, I don't know, just just seeing like the the warnings from the past. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's why it's always interesting to even go back and like, I don't know, see what Carl Sagan had to say about shit like twenty years ago. I'm gonna be like, oh fuck, we kind we kind of fucked up, huh? But it's uh, um, it's really interesting because like in the introduction of this book, um, the author basically writes about like how back in 1984 no one really understood the vision he had for like the like opening chapter, like him right. explaining is very expressive is very like um, detailed. So he's like painting this picture like of this world. And it's easy for us to kind of like understand, I understand exactly what he's talking about. But back then he's describing all this shit that didn't really exist and mm. wasn't really like on everybody's like mind at that point. Um, so I just like, just to think back in that like a uh, frame of mind is really interesting to me. Like people right. reading this, like what the fuck is going on here? Oh, <laughs> like, sure, sure, it must be sure. so confusing to read, you know, like um, along with all the like weird jargon that like, yeah, we've picked up over the, over time. And, you know, now it's kind of like in the popular, like uh, consensus and like, you know, we're just vernacular. Yeah. Vernacular. And then we're familiar with a lot of the stuff. So I don't know. I, I find that really interesting just to, to think back about like such pivotal like works like this and you know 1984 and stuff like that like what were people thinking about when they read this shit like right right yeah. especially like reading it from now like the the end of of days yeah when you were the end days when you're like oh yeah i guess <laughs> we should have maybe paid attention to more of that or like maybe we should have i don't know but yeah ourselves you, you talked about like how how important like like being social and like our social connections are as 
as um huh. as technology gets better and more like used like and that's just so spot on i was like well you didn't even know cell phones were going to be like the biggest thing then and and facebook and twitter and it's like that's all yeah. we do it's, it's, it's absolutely incredible i don't know i, I find yeah it. no that's that's awesome so i'm gonna that's try awesome. to finish it by like i don't know maybe next week or the week after so yeah i definitely want to like check back in and and see how yeah what you think on the overall thing because sure. yeah um Cool. Yeah, mine is um, mine is kind of like something that I've talked about before, at least in terms of um, you know what I like to do to relax and, and kind of wind down and, and mm-hmm. take my mind off of things, like or maybe like while I do stuff. Um, but I, I've kind of I've mentioned I've definitely talked about this channel before in the past. But there's a YouTube channel called My Analog Journal. But more recently, uh, earlier this year, there's a really great um, mix. Because so if you, for those who don't know, My Analog Journal is a YouTube channel wow there was just some lightning outside of my window um I saw that shit so too. this this podcast might end <laughs> short um but yeah it's a youtube channel where like djs uh come and do like guest sets and the i guess the folks who run the channel also do their own dj sets but it's just like vinyl dj sets they're really really cool they're kind of nice and cozy like you know videos to put on in the background for stuff mm-hmm. but this one in particular is a psychedelic gumbia mix with a dj uh, named krishna villar Ooh. and um it's a really really amazing mix of like a blend of different uh obviously gumbia songs but that have a real psychedelic twist to them so um you know, expect a lot of like really interesting, like kind of guitar and like really funky grooves. And, um, it's just, it's just amazing all around. And I, and I have an extra special connection to it because I, you know, if, if you're Ecuadorian or Peruvian or Colombian or, or, you know, Latin American, you know, anywhere along any set or sort of like anywhere, really, uh, you've definitely grown up on some form of, of, of cumbia you've heard it at family functions or you know I, d- I definitely did growing up hearing it i just remember like sleeping on a pile of coats while <laughs> this shit was like blaring on like speakers throughout the house and Word. everyone was doing their like little traditional you know ecuadorian dances to them and shit like i have a very like you know like this it's like embedded in my in my dna word so um he- hearing like uh hearing that music just for me feels warm and comforting and like familiar uh, yeah jay knows what i'm talking about sleeping on the jackets yeah um also with some loud ass music playing we're so, waiting um, for your drunk uncles to fucking leave <laughs> why sweeping up and shit <laughs> um so yeah it's it's yeah same same i got your i got hearing issues as well already but um yeah there's a there's a certain connection that i have there with this kind of music and this one this one's kind of cool too and the reason why i think i recommend it as like a bit of a of an onboard for for folks who might not be as familiar with it is like because i think lately a lot a lot of those sounds have become popular in other genres and then and, and like become a little bit more mainstream obviously when filtered through um different influences and different backgrounds so like there is like if you ever like you know like Krongbin, mm-hmm. um, that mm-hmm. one band I think they're from Texas and but they but they're inspired by I forget somewhere from Southeast Asia I forget exactly where but for music from that from that particular area and, and it also has a very like psychedelic feel to it um, so that that kind of sound is is there's a lot of connective tissue like around the world because you know at one point in time you know like we were talking kind of briefly talking about like that music it took a while to really like travel around. So it, it would actually kind of, you know, like some of those influences and those vibes, everything would like had time to just sort of marinate in places in ways that like nowadays is kind of tough to, you know? So anyway, um, 
I don't know where I was. I'm kind of I, I digress, but this uh, this mix in particular is really is really really cool, and I think it's just kind of uh, more interesting um, because of like that real deep connection I have to it that a lot of y'all might actually share too. So um, you always come across the the coolest like music mixes. I'm oh, always man. like, how the it's... fuck would you find this? Like <laughs> <laughs> the YouTube algorithm blesses me because I continue to just fall down those rabbit holes. Yeah. I have a really good. Um, this is a funny one. Maybe this is a bonus one, but I have a really funny, uh, gr- like relaxing Gran Turismo music oh, yeah. that I put on sometimes. Yo, it's beautiful. Gran Turismo, very, very slept on in terms of music. I feel like not enough, not enough people talk about it because it's like, oh, racing game. Oh, I'm not. A, I don't play racing games. Anyway, all right. So, uh, with all that being said, uh, let's jump into questions. If you have any questions for us please feel free to send an email to us directly at uh fan, wait what is it podcast at fanbyte.com excuse me or if you're in the discord just drop them into the discord channel we have there the questions channel there's also one in the fanbyte channel but if you could just label it optional that way i can catch it uh same thing with the emails just you know i get a lot of emails um you can also call us leave a, leave us a voicemail at 424-426-3799 again that's 424 gamer zz uh, so we can hear those lovely voices love and leave us. Some, it's great. I honestly, it, it makes my day. I, I we yeah. love to hear your voices. Um, okay. So Jason, shout out to Jason, uh, wrote in the discord. Uh, this is a two parter. They don't really have anything to do with each other, but if you, if you use the portal, like the ones in uh split gate, what do you think uh, it would feel like? Oof. I feel like it would hurt a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you know, oh, actually, no, it wouldn't hurt. It would feel like, you know, when you get the spins when you're drunk? Yeah, I was going to say, it feels like vertigo, huh? Yeah, but like that never-ending spinning when you're like, I don't want to be drunk anymore. Like, <laughs> I feel like it would be like that for like a hot, like, three seconds until you, like, exit. Yeah, that, that's 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 basically my answer. Like, I feel like when I when I played Portal in Portal 2, I was like, I could not do this. Because after just jumping through one portal yeah. and then imagine, like, free-falling and then going into another one oh. and, like... No, my brain. I would be puking everywhere on the on the way through the portals, all, all, like all over I the hope ceiling, they never the floor. Make portals in real life. I feel like you yeah, don't you do lose it. a bit of yourself if you go through a portal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like it just shaves that, off yeah. a little bit of your life. No, yeah, no, that's a conversation for another time. That's true. Maybe it is like they should, it should come with like a Surgeon General <laughs> warning or some shit. Um, his second question is: uh, What kind of weapon would you turn into if you were in Boyfriend Dungeon? Ooh, that's a good one. Great question. I feel like I would be. You ever see like those martial arts films where one character will have like that three part nunchuck? Oh, okay. I would be that because I'm like shit. You know, long, lanky, and shit. I feel like my arms and my body would be like the middle part, and my arms are like the two ends. (laughs) (laughs) So I really thought you really thought that out. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know. That's me. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good one. <laughs> Word. Um, Someone Photoshop. I. What's the uh, What's the Ninja Turtle with the the three pronged? Oh, Leonardo da Vinci. Is it Leonardo? Oh no, no, Raphael. Raphael. It's Raphael. Raphael. Yeah, with the sigh. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would be. You'd be because again, you'd be similar to me. Just I, one sigh. Wait, what's what's that? Like, would you like? Would they have two? 
Like, would you oh, they would have two. as like a pair, a set or like? Yeah, you, it's got to be a set. Because okay. I mean, what are you gonna do? You're gonna have one like a dickhead, and then your left hand is just <laughs> loose. You're, you're just defenseless. You gotta throw <laughs> slaps with that one. Yeah, you gotta elbow him and shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's got to be two. It comes as a set, okay. right. um, and they attach very conveniently to your back mm. um, because I got your back. Ooh. You know what I mean? I'm loyal. Nice little Velcro. Um, also, yeah, just kind of figuratively speaking, you know, I'm short king. Those are pretty short weapons. Yeah. You got to kind of get in close, which is, you know, that can also be fun. Yeah. Um, really <laughs> uh, thanks. Mo, Mo asks, Favorite car slash vehicle in a non-car slash vehicle focused game, i.e. the Mako in Mass Effect, the Dacia in PUBG, Warthog in Halo, et cetera, et cetera. I've been thinking about this for a while and I I still haven't really come up with one. I kind of have one that's not really like a vehicle you can like enter, but back in the day, we used to play, like me and my best friend used to play... um, uh what's it called mega man adventures okay and there's like a area where it's just like a town and these like cars and buses go like on a set path around the town and we would Uh just like use that as like basically be a turret on that thing and we would spend hours just playing on top of these cars (laughs) like forever like we would not leave this little area and just like level up by just shooting the enemies from the cars or the bus or whatever and yeah, so I, that's the only thing I can really like think of off the top of my head. That's the first thing that came to mind. Nice. That's that's a good that's a good pick. Yeah. I mean, mine's boring. Mine's the warthog. I spent so much time. It's a good one. Just drifting that thing around. Also, like when you, you know? like knock into someone with that shit, like oh there's nothing god, it's more satisfying to see them like fly across the map. Oh my god, it's great. It's like you know, everywhere you go, it's just like a rally race. It's just like you're. You're pulling the e-brake everywhere. There's there, like braking doesn't really exist in that car. You're just all drifting. the wheels like steer. I didn't like that though. I love that. It's just that's <laughs> it's some weird. silly fucking bullshit. Love it. Um, also, uh, Mo asks, "What's your cozy rainy day activity?" Um, lately, uh, me and my girlfriend have been making puzzles, like jigsaw puzzles. Oh, nice. So that's what we've been doing when we have like nothing to do, and it's been really rainy these last couple of weeks. So. Yeah. yeah, that's been like our thing. We get a little glass of wine, maybe some beer, and uh, okay, yeah, just make a puzzle. And it's hard because we have a cat and he's like an asshole, so oh, like, he steals asshole. pieces. What a jerk! Yeah, he's a little fucking jerk. Um, uh, what about you? Yeah, I think I mean ours is again. I, I have very boring answers for these, but ours is usually like, oh, you know, we're not going to go anywhere, so like. You want to watch a two-hour film because, like, that's like that's sometimes hard to do. You know, like, well, it's it's so funny. It's easier to watch like three episodes of Love Island, which are an hour each, mm. than to, than to like mentally prepare myself for like, all right, are you ready to shut the world off for two hours? Like, okay, yeah, let's do it. So yeah, that's usually our go-to. Like, we'll kind of you know, I got the I'll, I'll dim the Philips Hue bulbs and the LEDs. You know, oh what I mean? yeah, and you then got I'll, the mood like, lighting. That's nice. They got the mood lighting. I got I got a little movie theater, like a golden low you know low light it's nice I like that um yeah you know and then we'll just kind of yeah ambiance exactly <laughs> uh desiccated veins in the discord asks if you had to pick up a new interest that you currently don't care about tomorrow uh what would that interest be uh fishing pro wrestling needlepoint stamp collecting monster trucks etc Cam. um well so i saw this clip of uh 
like Olympic bocce ball. And oh. I was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. And it, I want to do that now. Like I would just start. Damn. It doesn't look that hard, but these guys were just amazing. Damn. Okay. So I'm assuming this is like, the question is more about like, would we actually like try it or would, or, or like maybe consume it? Well, the- how, how are you? Hmm. Because that's a whole different ball game. <laughs> See what I did nice. there. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was kind of like confused about. Because like, why would I pick up something I don't care about? But um, right. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I could find a bocce ball. This is Brooklyn. Just go south. Yeah. South Brooklyn, find some Italians. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Maron. That sounds easy. <laughs> I'll fit right in. Uh, yeah, they love you. Um, uh, I don't know what my what mine is because now now I'm like kind of double back. I'm like kind of overthinking it because my original answer in terms of like as a fan, mm. um, I mean I Get guess both. it's not fair to say like soccer or basketball because I'm into those and I could see myself getting back into them. But I could. But one thing that I kind of flirted with was volleyball, Ooh, um, because of high Q mostly. Yeah. And I used to watch it a lot growing up, like the Olympics. Like that was one of the sports like me and my family would like watch. Like we would like stop everything and watch it. I remember back in the day, um, we used to just like make a circle and just bump the ball around. Yeah. Like yeah. It's yeah, fun that to do fun. that. Um, I feel like so maybe, yeah, maybe like woodworking too. Like I would just want to carve oh, some yeah. shit. Yeah, that sounds great. Just sand honestly. something like that would be nice. Just like that would be my rainy day activity, actually. Just like going to the shop and just start sanding oh my <laughs> random God, that's, pieces of that's wood. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason why I want more space. Mm-hmm. Um, as I've been craving more space as, as as I'm kind of nearing the end of my my tolerance of being in cramped boxes in, in New York City. Um, is uh, I, I would lo- I mean, I I took one pottery class, but I would love to like actually like have a space and um you know, the time to get into pottery, like maybe take a longer course because the one I took wasn't that great. It was, you know, it was one of those like one night things and it was fine, but you know, it wasn't a great overall experience because of the rushed nature of it. And there there just being a lot of people and, you know, it's fun. I think if you've done it before, but not as like your first try. Um, but yeah, pottery, actually, you know what? Pottery is my new answer. Um, that's a good one. Okay. So, uh, Danny, asks what was the last thing that made you cry from laughing i feel like this is like a nightly occurrence for me because like, yeah, it's nightly for me scrolling through tiktok is like yeah. i think i've curated the like the best for you page um oh yeah so i've been finding really good ones i sent you one last night that was like that almost oh killed me and it's like a, a video of um Tommy Davidson who was like a comedian he used to be on um in living color and a bunch of other shit but he, uh, it was like a, a snippet from his one of his stand-ups, and he's basically explaining uh, Sabi de Jogante, and it's phenomenal. <laughs> it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. And yeah, it depends on the time of day, right? Like, when you just yeah, got the no, giggles, you just... it was That made me cry, <laughs> because like, for, the, for, for context, for those who don't know, Sabi de Jogante is like a long-running... I don't even know if... I don't know if it's still on the air, but it's, it's, it is or maybe was... Uh, a long-running like Spanish-speaking program that's on like Univision that's like on at Saturday on Saturdays and like it is the most ridiculous shit you'll you'll it's ever watch. Random. It's 
it's random. It's problematic. It's always been like problematic. It's, it's, it's just like so all over the place. But like there was one thing in particular from that show that I remember distinctly. And it, like whenever we would have like parties or whatever, because like all my family would usually get together on like Saturdays, obviously, because it was the most convenient for everybody because uh, we had a lot of family from Jersey and stuff. But the one thing everyone would sort of stop and watch was a segment from Sabado Gigante. And for those who know, it was uh, El Chacal. It's a, with a, the guy who judges people's singing. It was like it was basically karaoke. It was basically like, you know, like a talent show or like, right. you know, uh, just like a really funny fucking just bit you know like, like, and he would play like a a horn it was just it's this whole thing uh but that show is it's so random and and like hearing tommy davidson's uh description of it is like spot on it's, it's unbelievable yeah that, that should um left. yeah honestly that's my same answer it's it but i think before that i think the one thing that made me like actually burst into tears was that that video of the like zoomed in Joe Rogan face <laughs> while he was like heaving and hoeing at doing something. I don't know what he was doing, but I forgot. I even forgot what the caption was, but it's, it was just like a funny image of like this really uncomfortable, yeah, extreme close up of Joe Rogan's face shout, as he's shout like out to Pierre because me and him laughed about this for for a while. Like <laughs> it's just him like in an ice bath, just. That's what that just is. Just letting the yeah, letting air out of his mouth. It's it's funny. Uh, but like like you could honestly put any caption to that, and it's it's. <laughs> I mean, I think I think you even did on Instagram, and I was like, again, I started crying, bursting into tears. It's just like a funny fucking video because yeah. it's it's just funny to laugh at that idiot. Okay. Um. Anyway. Uh. Okay. Jumpgate asks. Um. What other comedic actor do you think could pull off a serious role like Adam Sandler did in Uncut Gems? Damn. Damn, these are good questions. These are good questions. Damn. I feel like um uh what's her name? She used to be in she's hysterical, but she's um she was in the scary movie movies. Black girl. Oh yeah, yeah, what's yeah, yeah. Name? I always get I always get it wrong. I'm gonna Google it. Um, it is. I, I feel like she she has the chops to like Regina Hall. Regina Hall. I, I was gonna say Regina King, and I was like, that's yeah, wrong. that's what I was afraid I was to like, do. I, was, I knew it wasn't Regina King, and I was gonna say it anyway. Uh, Regina right. Hall. Anyway, she's phenomenal. She's very funny, but I've only ever seen her in like really you know comedic roles. But I, I feel like she would she would kill a serious role. Yeah, it's 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 like it's always funny to me when people are like. Isn't that wild? The comedian was good at acting. It's like, yeah, comedy's the hardest fucking thing to do. Right. What are you talking about? Get out of my face. Right. Like, uh, so, you know, as much as Hollywood likes to award, you know, people crying yeah, and shit and trauma movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was, let me get down from my soapbox. Um, yeah, mine would probably, maybe I would, I would also maybe pick a, a comedian that, um, hmm. I guess someone like I bet like I I could never see her doing it, but I could see it somehow working if like the, maybe the project was right. I don't know, but maybe like um, Ali Wong. Ooh, has she? I could see. I could any, see that. Like acting roles at all? I really haven't seen yeah, her yeah, she, much she, besides her comedy standups and stuff. She did that one uh, little romantic comedy with uh, that Keanu Reeves was in, and oh right, 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 uh, I heard that was good. I didn't see it. 
yeah, it was it was fun. It was cute. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, she's cool. Okay, uh, we got two more questions. Uh, Jesse asks, "I'm gonna just do the gamer thing and ask uh, thoughts on Elden Elden Ring." And as the uh, resident FromSoft expert on the <laughs> podcast, uh, what do you think? Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm very excited for this game. I'm trying to like gate my excitement, right? Like I'm trying not to consume everything that comes out about this game, like all the little bits of information and all the videos that like people apparently like this week, people have got to see some like behind the scenes stuff that maybe we'll get to see um, soon. Um, But I'm, I'm, I'm really hyped about this game. I, I think that FromSoft has done a great job of like evolving this genre that they've kind of made their thing. Um, I don't know if anybody did it before them, but like when you think of from software, you think of, you know, the souls like or whatever. Um, Yeah. I I think they're, they're always pushing what that genre can do and, you know, keeping it in that fantasy setting has been really cool. And I'm excited. What about you? Are you going to like attempt this game or I know you have like a, I don't know. I don't know if you're like all the way in. I know you gave it a good college try last year with uh, Bloodborne, right? Bloodborne. Yeah. Um, you made it really far. Yeah. I made it really far. And I, I'm, you know, to toot my own horn, because I have no shame, I, I was kind of killing it. So, and I was streaming you it really too. Were. It was, you had that like, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> crazy. You were like beating balls on the first try. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, oh, you, y'all were stressing about this? <laughs> I, I was raised on Shinobi. All right. <laughs> You ever not finish a game called Shinobi for the PlayStation 2? Because this shit is light work. (laughs) Yeah, you're playing Ninja Gaiden. Um, Yeah, no, I liked it. I mean, I I, like I finally understand. Like Mm -hmm. I finally got I finally got a chance to like understand what the hype is about. And like, I get it. I get it. But I'm also like, I mean, I I can't speak on Elden Ring, obviously, because it's not out yet. But I guess the reason why I think like also it's cool to see you excited about it is because like, you know, you you you've read the the of fire and dice and game of thrones books or what inspired game of thrones so I, you have that extra connection of like the george r, r. martin thing and also because you know book and like game it's like kind of a match made in heaven for you in some ways um so i'm i'm so curious to like get your take on it when it finally comes out because yeah i'm curious to see how they handle some of the story stuff because that's one of the things i didn't love about bloodborne but i could i could still appreciate it like from the sense of like the stories that it was telling and how it was doing it in terms of like something in your inventory or, you know, if you use it or something or you read it before and after an event, or if you use it in a certain way or, you know, like things like that would sort of trigger stuff within the game. But if it just kind of felt, I don't know, I'm, I'm I'm, again, I've said this before on the, on the podcast, I'm dumb. So I need, I kind of sometimes need things handed to me. Um, so I never really like did that additional work as I played, right. to be quite honest. I was just like, I want to fight the scary witch <laughs> over there. So yeah, I mean, I'm 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 interested. I'm not like, but I'm not a huge right, Soulsborn right, right. person. Yeah, so. I at least want to check it out. Like, I always have like these things where I I have to like stop at some point and revisit them. Um, it happened with Sekiro yeah. and um, Bloodborne as well. So you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um. Okay, last question. Jose asks, since Cam is moving away soon, and since I'm visiting NYC in a week, I wanted to ask you guys for some go-to places people should check out when they visit. Last time I visited, I had 
the most fun in the East Village uh, and Harlem. And I biked from the northernmost point of Manhattan to Coney Island and back to the East Village. I also think it's funny because one of you guys said you had never been to Staten Island. That's not true. Uh, I have only to ride the ferry and I turned right the hell back. Wait, I I have only, I guess, been to ride the ferry and turned right the hell back when I landed. I love NYC. And if it wasn't for my monogamous relationship with San Francisco, I'd move there in a heartbeat. I'm also trying to get my uh, queer hip hop reggaeton clubbing on. So if you have any, if you know any spots, let me know. Um, shout out to Jose. Yeah, shout out to Jose. Thank you for that. My peoples. Um yeah, um, definitely. Also, hit me up when you um, when you when you get here. Try to make some time and hang out. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, i I have been to Staten Island, but I haven't like been to Staten Island. If that makes any sense. Um, yeah, yeah. No one really like I've driven. Yeah, through no it. one goes to Staten Island <laughs> unless you live there. And shout out to people from Staten Island, right? Like whatever. I I had an aunt who lived there once, Oof. but that that's the only yeah that's the only uh, connection I have ever had to Staten Island. But then they moved to New Jersey, which is basically Staten yeah, Island. But anyway, same, same. continue. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, San Francisco, from what I saw when I was there, very similar. I feel like you would like fit right in. It's just like San Francisco on a hundred. Um, so yeah and it's, it, if you want some nice club and spots especially like queer spots maybe like bushwick um yeah. they have like it's like a new spot every night there's always something to do um i'm not too sure about like the hip-hop and reggaeton scene though to be honest um because it's a lot of a lot of a lot of whites out here um we we were both thinking it we were both thinking it uh yeah i mean ain't nothing wrong with that it's just you know i just wanted you you to to know what you're getting into you could definitely find some spots like a little bit deeper into bushwick for sure um i just don't like i haven't been out in such a long time like out out yeah um like in the club and scene so i don't know what that really looks like lower your side maybe will be your spot um for that right like you you definitely find your spot i'm I'm sure you'll you'll be able to figure it out. And are you bringing yeah. your bike again? That's that's kind of cool. That is cool. That's a good idea, that. to be honest. Be careful though. Yeah. Wear a helmet. Um, Some good spots. Um, I, I would honestly say, like, uh, yeah. In addition to everything Cam said, which is like pretty spot on. Um, yeah, there's a lot of places, especially out here in Bushwick too, that are like, I mean, you know, you, you're you're always gonna roll the dice no matter what you do, where you go, especially with you know, folks and crowds, Mm -hmm. but, uh, there are places too that have like rooftops over here and like outdoor backyards. And like, you can kind of feel a little bit more, you know, safer, I guess. But, um, in terms of like the, the sightseeing stuff, I would say, um, honestly, like if, if you've already done a lot of like the touristy stuff, like if you've done like the, I don't know, like the, you know, top of the rock or even like the empire state and shit like that, like the museum, if you're, if, yeah, if you've done if you've already done museums and stuff, um, I would definitely say like spending a lot of time in Brooklyn, a lot of like I think, um, and also Queens, like you know, like Astoria, Long Island City. Um, if you want to, yeah, Jackson Heights. If you want to venture even <laughs> that far, like you know, check out Flushing. Like there are there are parts of New York that I feel like don't often get the shine right. that they deserve because they're like they're they're far from like Midtown and they're far from. You know, I, I even know Manhattanites that like 
don't venture into Brooklyn or Queens mm-hmm. and like, you know, which I, I can understand, I guess, but, um, the city's really big. It's huge. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, it's city. so many connected, yeah, massive cities, like one on top of the And everything is like starkly different from the next place. So you, right. there's always something like Paul said, like it's always a toss up, what you're going to get. But like, if right. you want like Asian cuisine, I'm, you know, you're from SF. So you, you know what that's about. You can go to, you know, Flushing, there's phenomenal food. You go to Queens, like, like Paul said, Astoria, Jackson Heights, uh, you're getting, you know, Southeast Peruvian Asian food, food Colombian food, South yeah, American yeah. food. Like you're, you're getting everything. Brooklyn, you're going to, you definitely come to Bedside where I live. Yeah. There's a lot of West Indians here. Definitely get your West Indian feel because I don't know what that's like on the West Coast. Um, oh, sure. Know. Yeah. Also get you a chopped cheese. Like do the New York thing. Like the, yeah. you know, try it out and say it's trash or say it's good. Like, you know, f- you know, figure it out. See what the, all the hype is about and uh, try to get as much, you know, just local shit that you can do, right? Like try the food, try the little corner hot dog spot. Like do do what you got to do, but you'll definitely figure out the spots. Yeah, for sure. And like, I mean, uh, one general tip I always make is like, if you if you know if you're going out and stuff, and you're meeting like local locals, like you know, not just people who are here from you know out of town, mm-hmm. out of towners. Uh, because yeah, you'll you'll miss a lot of like actual good pizzerias and yeah. shit, and like good like delis and bodegas and like places that get good coffee and bagels that isn't like, you know, some artisanal, artisanal <laughs> shit that's going to run you way more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just, you know, just, yeah, New York city is good. If you, if you're good to it, right. you know what right. I mean? It'll be good to you. Um, wow. Okay. Well, we made it to the end of the podcast before we started, you know, glorifying New York again. <laughs> but I mean, there's gotta be, a point in the show where we suck New York's dick. It's just, <laughs> we just had like, it's, this is what y'all signed yeah. up for. I mean, I, that's obviously. right. This is this, uh, this, if this podcast had an ad on the subway, it would be like sponsored by like <laughs> New York state yeah, and like yeah. filmed with, you know, with unions and shit. Like this is Jerry um, Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, I hate that shit <laughs> so much. You live in New Jersey. Word. Shut your ass up. Um, anyway, <laughs> Cam, where can the people find you online? Uh, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Cappy Can't Lose, C-A-P-I-C-A-N-T-L-O-S-E. Uh, yeah, follow me. Don't be a dick, as always. Um, what about you? Uh, you can find me at Polly Mayo. That's P-O-L-I-M as in Mario, A-Y-O. Um, and thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any questions and or comments, please send them over to podcasts at fanbyte.com. Um, just make sure to put optional in the in the subject line so i can catch it uh we'd love to hear from you and if you can also just drop them into our discord in our, in our questions mm-hmm. channel which i'm gonna get better at reminding folks instead of doing it like an hour before we start which is what i usually do um there's also a questions channel in the uh fanbyte discord as well you can join that over at fanbyte.casa if you if you you know Ooh. if you want to join the, the extended universe um please make sure to subscribe we're also on uh apple Podcasts, google play stitcher anchor spotify whatever is out there if you could take a few minutes to rate and review us on apple Podcasts, though i can't emphasize this enough it really really helps us out if you like not even just for our show if you like other shows if there's a crime podcast that you love go go review it on itunes mm-hmm. or apple Podcasts. it really it makes does. a difference um yeah as always uh, on Twitter we are at the optional NYC you can also find Fanbyte over at Fanbyte Media 
You can find the rest of the shows that me and Jordan Mallory produce over at fanbyte.com slash podcast or podcastnet.org if you're nasty. Uh, this week, this week I'm going to recommend 99 Potions, which is our RPG podcast. Uh, shout out to the crew of 99 Potions and bonus podcast. If you like MMA and MMA adjacent things, go check out Best Camp of My Life. It's really good. It's a really great show. Fernando's amazing. Um, be sure to check out the streams that we do over at twitch.tv slash fanbyte and keep up with everything else that's on the site over at fanbyte.com. Also, shout out to Jay. You can follow Jay over at uh, Mama Jay. That's M O M M A J A A E on Twitter. And uh, until next time, everyone. Peace. Maron. good everybody i'm your host khalif adams of the spawn on me podcast the premier podcast spotlighting people of color in the video game industry join us every week for news previews and reviews around all the games that you care about in the video game industry we do all of that with a smidge of nuance while we tackle hard conversations through a prism of blackness make sure you're checking out our show every week here on the fan bite podcast network